Hey everyone, welcome to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips YouTube channel. I'm Ryan and we are back here in the Hot Wheel Cave, uh, aka my reselling workshop. I am a full-time reseller primarily on eBay and this channel is all about my journey in this business and hopefully an opportunity to share some some tips, some tricks, some things I'm doing. So if that's your jam, hit that subscribe button and click the little bell icon to be notified when I do more videos. And with that, let's get started. Today's episode, if my man Drake didn't give it away already, is about people's views on death piles. Um, how many of you have one? And do you consider it a death pile or do you call it something else what's your what's your view on those let me know in the comments what you call yours and how you view that that pile of stuff that is not yet listed um, and let me know if if anything in this video maybe helps change your mind on how you view all of those items and that big pile of unlisted merchandise but before we get into all that noise, let's take a look at a few items that I've sold since my last video, which there will be a link to in the description below if you're interested in checking that out. The first item, uh, I've got this Fantasy and Science Fiction Digest from 1966. Now, a lot of these, they're only worth a couple of bucks, but this one had an original story from Philip K. Dick, who, if you don't know, is the guy who wrote... Um, do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is the story that went on to become the movie Blade Runner starring Harrison Ford. So his stuff is really, really popular and does very, very well. This particular one sold for 33 bucks. Now, I know a lot of people may not get super excited about a $33 sale. This item was part of a bulk buy, and I own it on my books for a whopping 44 cents. So by the time the free shipping and the eBay fees and all that, I made about $25 on this item. So I will take that all day long. Next up, I've got this vintage KLH stereo receiver. This thing is a monster. Um, a lot of people avoid these type of things because they're just, they're big, they're awkward, they're difficult to ship, they're expensive to ship. Although most times customers will pay shipping. The other thing is a lot of folks are not looking for an old stereo receiver. They all, everybody wants, you know, Dolby surround sound and DTS and all that stuff. So this has been sitting in my inventory since probably October of last year. Um, I had it listed for $34.99 plus shipping. I got an offer for $28 plus shipping. And I thought about countering. And then I remembered that I own this thing for a dollar. So I went ahead and took his offer, shipped it out. Enjoy your new stereo, your new old stereo receiver, my man. <laughs> uh, next up, this this is an interesting one. This is a local um, church recipe book from a small town near Dayton, Ohio. Um, it's $13.99 plus shipping. So you're probably saying, random dude on YouTube, Ryan, why are you bringing this up? I bring it up because I'm sure you've been at estate sales and you've walked by just piles of these stacked up, the spiral bound, staple bound, local organization, church, cookbooks. Nobody ever looks at them. They just sit there. I always grab them. I can usually get the whole stack for 
sometimes as low as $3. Sometimes if there's something really cool in there, maybe I'll pay up and, and spend 10 bucks on the stack. But my average cost on these cookbooks is less than a quarter. So when I sell one like this for $13.99, even with free shipping at, at that kind of margin, I make a little bit of money on it. You probably think when you walk by these, who's the buyer? Who, who's going to want something like this? So you, you ignore it. The buyer for something like this is the son or the daughter or maybe the grandson or granddaughter of someone who has a recipe in one of these books. And they're not around to share that recipe anymore. Those people will spend... 12 13 14 dollars for an old book from a town in the middle of nowhere in Ohio that nobody's ever heard of unless they lived there to have that memory that piece of grandma or their mom or whoever it is so don't don't sleep on those when you see those big stacks if you can get them cheap like i said you know 3 4 5 dollars for a stack of them every time i do it i make my money back usually within a week and then the rest of it is gravy. And this is a case where this has been in, in the bin for probably five months. Somebody picked it up this week for $13.99. Uh, the last thing I want to look at, this is a, a, an old model railroading newsletter, the Layout Design Journal. So for anybody who doesn't know anything about model railroads, the they plan these layouts, and some of this stuff gets pretty involved. And this was a newsletter. I'm not sure if it's still around, but this was a newsletter all about how to plan model railroads. You've probably never heard of it. I'm into model railroads, and I'd never heard of it. And I got these as part of a, a big lot of model train magazines. And every time I came across one, I, I set it off to the side because it was there was one here, one there. By the time I was done and I looked them up on eBay, I actually had more of them in my house than were listed total on eBay. So I knew I was on to something here. The demand obviously is not gonna be that high, but there would be somebody eventually who would want some of these. The few comps I could find, it looked like they were selling for about 10 bucks a piece. So I listed these for 9.99 and I've sold one or two here and there. And the other day I'm going through my, um, listings where you can look at um, best offers available and I noticed all of a sudden that there's somebody watching 13 issues of this so I fired off an offer for all 13 issues offering 25% off which got to the 749 that you see here and the guy bought all 13 of them so it ended up being a sale of about $97 and some change um, these are items that I own for eight cents a piece. So my gross profit on this deal was about 96 bucks before shipping. So again, it's a random, it doesn't look like anything. And you probably, if you saw them in a bin somewhere, most people would probably just walk right by them. But anything like that, specialty, hobby, craft, magazines, almost the the more you haven't heard of it, the better it probably is. Um, something like this, it's going to take a special buyer and it may sit in your inventory for a while. Um, these I've had since January, but eventually someone's going to come along and they will, you'll make decent money on them. And again, like anything else, you make your money when you buy the item. So you've got to buy them right. You can't pay 
$5 a piece for these things and expect to do okay. But if you get them in a big bulk purchase for next to nothing, which is what happened here, they are all good. So if this is the kind of content that you like, um, you know, give me, hit the thumbs up for me. Um, do me a favor and let me know, let, let YouTube know that I'm not totally terrible with this, uh, even though this is <laughs> only my second video. So uh, hopefully the, you're, you're getting something out of this. There's some value. So if you could click that for me, that would be awesome. So let's talk about those death piles. Here's a few photos of some of the bulk buys I've talked about in my videos and probably any one of these you could look at and say, oh my, that that's a death pile. This, this one in particular is a big buy that I did on New Year's Eve because this guy knows how to party. That's how I spent my New Year's Eve. I, I did four two-hour round trips and came up with this collection, which is 40 tubs of those model railroad magazines. It ended up being almost 5,100 magazines and books, all, all about model railroading. And I'm going to do a, a video in the future on, on bulk buys um, and things like this and why I like them so much. But suffice it to say, this was a big, th these things were everywhere in my house. And you could look at that and, and be pretty intimidated by that. That's a big number. 5,100 items. So I could view it one of two ways. I could view it as a death pile, something to avoid, or you could do what I did. And I viewed it as a big pile of money that I just couldn't get my hands on yet. And that motivated me to get busy. Now, the other thing I did, and the other thing that I think would probably help you with your efforts to reduce your death pile. Uh, in addition, stop calling it that <laughs> for starters. I think that would be helpful because like anything else, if you put a negative connotation on something, um, you don't get good outcomes. It's just, yeah, that, that's been my experience uh, throughout my life is you know, if you can put a positive spin on something, you're much more likely to get a good outcome. So do that first. But the next thing is set, set some goals. I set some pretty small goals with this because I didn't want to, every morning I got up and I looked at these things and there's, I mean, it looked like they were multiplying. They were just, they were literally everywhere. I set a goal of 20 listings per day, Monday through Friday and 10 on the weekend, 10 Saturday, 10 Sunday to get through them. So I could get a win every day. I can hit that, hit that 10, hit that 20, Mark it off. Here's a picture of my planner from January where I literally, I would list one, hash mark, list one, hash mark until I got to my number or close to my number. You can see there's a few days there I didn't quite make and there's a few days there I was over. Um, by the end of it, I think I was 20 odd. Yeah, about 20 over for the month. So setting small, manageable goals. And again, I'm going to do a video down the road on goals, goal setting and managing goals. Um, so again, if that's your thing, subscribe, hit the bell icon for notifications, but, um, doing those two things, viewing that in a positive way, it was not, it wasn't a death pile. It was something that was not something to intimidate me. It was money waiting to be moved into my bank account. 
And just to give you an idea, um, since January 1st, when I got those magazines to the shooting of this video, I have sold 60, where is it? Let me find my notes. $6,552.83 worth of merchandise from those tubs. And my gross profit before fees and shipping and all that, my gross profit, $63,46.91. So in the span of, what is that, four months, I've made gross over $6,300 from that death pile. Folks, that ain't death. That's living. <laughs> that is good business, as they say. So what's, what's your pile like? It's, I can bet that it is almost all stuff that when you sourced it, you were excited about. You're like, I can make some money on this. This is, this is going to go, I'm going to sell this. This is going to be good. And then it went to your to-be-listed stack with everything else. And within a couple of days, that excitement was gone and it was just part of your pile. You've got to break that mindset. You've got to figure out how to do it. Um, you know, change your mindset, change your life. It's funny, actually, that, that is actually the title of a book about doing just that. Um, I'm going to link to it in the, in the uh, description below. If that's something you think you could use more than this video to help you with, um, you might take a look at that book and see if it might be worthwhile for you. But like I said a little bit ago, changing how you view something and putting a positive spin on it versus a negative connotation can make a huge difference in what your outcome is. So I strongly recommend that, like my man Drake says, it's not a death pile, it's a cash pile. And you, you look at it that way, and then you come up with a plan that you can manage and attack that pile and start making money. Because that's, whether you're doing this part-time or full-time, that's what you're here for. It is fun. I mean, I love doing this. Um, going to the sales, the listing part, for most of us, it's not fun. It, that's, work, that's the part of this job that's work, but it's also the only way you can make the money. So you've got you've to put that positive spin on it and get out there and get it done. So again, let me know your thoughts. Um, hopefully this was helpful and interesting and you got something out of it. If you did, again, if you could do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button. Um, let YouTube know that this, is a, this was good. You, you like this. Um, and subscribe. Click the bell notification icon uh, to get notified when I do a new video. I'm doing videos. I'm going to try to do them at least once, if not twice a week. We'll cover um, what's going on in the world of the galaxy today uh, or over the last few days since the previous video. And then we'll talk about either questions you've had and left me in comments or some random relevant reselling topic that I pull out of thin air or that I steal from somebody else's comment section. So um, hopefully you found this useful. Hopefully it was fun and uh, at least moderately entertaining for you. Um, until we meet again, thank you for stopping by. I truly appreciate it. And now it's time to sell. Thanks, guys.